For most people, uh, Peru and Machu Picchu is the trip of the lifetime. It is the stuff of bucket lists. And a week ago, March 16th, the government of Peru shut down without warning their borders. And 4,300 registered Canadians are stuck in Peru. That is according to Global Affairs Canada. On the line right now, we're joined by Devin Thompson, a Canadian who is in Peru, one of the Canadians desperately trying to get home. Devin, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us on the show. No problem. No problem. Thank you uh, Let me... for listening. <laughs> well, okay. hey, it's the least we can do. Um, l- l- first of all, how are you? Um, well, uh, as good as can be expected, um, we have mandatory um, self-isolation um, in our hotel, um, which is kind of additional cost. All of our tour money kind of got you know, taken and no refund. <laughs> Um, and halfway through our tour, basically, we got returned to Cusco. So um, we're doing all right. We have a, an 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew um, enforced, um, and we're allowed to go out and get some food and, you know, necessary things that we need to survive. So it's not really so bad, but um, it, it's nice to see that they're taking this very seriously to contain it. So... So you're somewhat comforted, although you're stuck. Although being stuck, um, yeah, Yeah. I I find it comforting that they're taking this very seriously and not um, letting it get out of hand. Um, The only thing that's really kind of confusing is just the the return home. It's really, um, I I haven't received a call yet from the embassy, but um, we have gotten an email stating something along the lines that they're working on people in Lima first and they're moving towards getting people out of Cusco as well. How, so, how long have you been in Peru? Tell us, tell us a bit of the background on, on when you got there and, and what you were there for. I'm guessing you're on one of those tour groups to go to Machu Picchu and around Peru, but give us the background. Yeah. Well, um, I, I flew into Lima on the night and then, um, and then into um, Cusco on the 13th. And then, um, yeah, actually today would have been my return flight home. If uh, if everything went as planned, but um, right now, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're here. So Cusco is um, the town that is at the bottom, the base of Machu Picchu. You you get the train up to Machu Picchu from Cusco. Am I correct on that? Yeah, it's about a four hour train ride from here. Or um, what we did typically last year, what we did was a four day uh, adventure tour uh, that took four different four days, and we did like different activities to get there and hiking and whatnot. Um, oh, wait a minute, Devin. Yeah, a so I, I'm just things. getting this news from you now. I mean, we've never met before, and I know that we were connected through a colleague at, at Global News. But so are you part of the tour group? Is this what you do for a living? No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I did the trip last year, and I really enjoyed it. So we did a re- mm. plan to repeat it. <laughs> so, oh, no. Yeah. Okay, so um, I know that in Lima, there's military on the street, uh, but that is, you know, the, Lima's a bigger city. What's going on in Cusco? Um, describe what the situation's like. Um, it's, um, it's relatively, um, I, like, I would have to say, in comparison, it's probably a lot more tame. The population's up um, last year, I guess. Um, we live across the street from an, an academy, like a military academy, um, like our current hotel. And, you know, I didn't really see too, too much activity um, walking around. You know, they, they're stopping major intersections to make sure 
that the traffic is permitted to be on the road and um, there's basically no ground traffic that's not permit, permitted um, like personal transport like um, taxis and whatnot are, are not really going right now but they do have some um, public transport like um, buses for regular workers I guess um, but yeah, is no, everything it's, shut it's down? Really... I mean, a lot of our things have shut down here, uh, you know, that isn't essential. Everything. What's the, the only things that are not shut down are maybe smaller convenience stores, uh, grocery stores and, um, and drug stores. So that's pretty much what's your uh, food security like problems. right now? Like, I, I have heard that some people that are stuck in uh, Peru are finding it hard to get food. Some Canadians. What's your situation like? Um, we've been very lucky just because um, I, mean, I, I have a little bit of Spanish, so it's easy for me to navigate through. But, um, but the, the stores that, um, that we found had quite a lot of food and still, and it's pretty reasonably priced here in comparison to Toronto. So um, you can still survive if you have the money to do it. Um, so it's not so, so, so terrible. Um, they're very careful with the grocery stores. You can only allow one person per family is allowed to go into the grocery store and they'll sanitize your hands before you go in. And, you know, it's they're taking it pretty pretty seriously. So, um, I have to ask, I, Devin, because I, I think I expected company. to hear uh, somebody that was more worried about being stuck in Peru. Are you, is that a nervous laugh that I'm hearing? Or are you actually one of those people that are relatively laid back, kind of a a calm sort of guy is that I, is that your normal i'm a laid-back person i mean this is first thing in the morning so low, low blood pressure <laughs> but um also no you know what is the most frustrating is is the uncertainty and um having like all my friends and family sending me all of these good news and then bad news and then good news and then just like um getting your hopes up and back uh, up and down um when you're trying to get home um, it could be a little bit nerve wracking. <laughs> are you are you part of that face group Facebook group? I know there are a lot of people in Peru that are on this Facebook group for Canadians stranded that are trying to share information. Yeah, there's, a, yeah, there's one on. Um, it's well over 600 members on there, and um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Some like I, I'll have a little glance at it once or twice a day, but if I look at it too much, it just kind of gives me anxiety. <laughs> Right. And so how are you dealing with that anxiety? I mean, you're stuck in a hotel room. You can only go out certain hours, you know, eight to five. Is that what you said the curfew was? So that um, I'm guessing you're trying to practice as social distance as best you can. Um, do you have san- hand sanitizer or are you are you washing got, your hands like, a lot? Um, I've got. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm with my same group of people who we travel together. So, I mean, obviously we're all already contaminated between each other, but I mean, all of us are feeling perfectly fine. I got some, um, some alcohol and we just kind of spray alcohol on our hands. And, um, as far as hand sanitizer, we just wash our hands here. We've got soap and water. And, um, for the most part, it's, uh, we're, we're doing all right. There's not so many cases here in, uh, in Cusco. Um, and I think probably as a result of it being, um, um, a respiratory uh, illness um, and the altitude here, I imagine it takes them away pretty quickly. 
Let me ask you this. Global Affairs Canada is working on getting you home. Um, I know that they just uh, got a flight out of Morocco. Uh, Are you hearing anything beyond the email from Global Affairs Canada or anyone else that's on that Facebook group? What are you hearing as far as how long it's going to take to get you out of Truthfully honest, I just missed a call being on the phone with you right now. It could very well have been them. <laughs> um, well, I've been waiting for it. So, <laughs> on that note, I'm going to let you go so that if they try and call you back, that you can actually take that important call. I appreciate your time, Devin. I wish you the best of luck getting home. All right. Thank you very much. God Stay bless. safe. Stay safe.